You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Jeez, it's been a fascinating fallout. Uh, ben Simmons was the poster boy, the Philadelphia 76ers, and then absolutely pilloried in the blink of an eye uh, from fans, from media, from his own organisation after a, a really ordinary final series uh, with the 76ers. He didn't end up playing for the Boomers at the Olympics and missed out on their history-making bronze medal. And now for the media day, the 76 is looking at the season to come and every single question was about a man who wasn't there. Ben Simmons just refuses to turn up to 76ers training. Um, he's got Joel Embiid saying he'd like to have him back. He's got the coach saying we can work something out. He's got uh, Daryl Morey, the boss of the 76ers, saying we can make it work. But there's no Ben Simmons. So what's the latest? What's the update? We go to a man who's always so generous with his time and make sure you are following him on Twitter, Pompey, at Pompey on Sixers, and you can subscribe to his podcast, Locked On 76ers, wherever you get your podcast. Keith Pompey from the Philly Inquirer has been good enough to jump on the line, the Philadelphia 76ers insider. Hello to you, mate. Hey, hello. How you guys doing this, uh, this evening? <laughs> We're very well. So, Keith, this situation, I mean, I saw Daryl Morey compare this to Aaron Rodgers, who held out through all of preseason and refused to turn up to Green Bay um, until they worked something out, until he got some of uh, his demands met. Is there a comparison we made there, or is this Ben Simmons situation unlike anything we've ever seen? I think it's unlike anything we've ever seen. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented you know, for a, a basketball player to basically hold out. You know, typically guys, you know, they make so much money to where a, a guy is like, well, look, I'm not going to give up that money. I'm not going to do it. So, um, you know, this, this is different when you have a guy that says, look, I don't care about the money. I don't care about the fines. I don't care about any of this. I just don't want to play here anymore. So, you know, you can say Aaron Rodgers, you know, because it sounds good because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, basically did come back. You know, you, you can also say, you know, you can compare it to some other people like Kobe Bryant when he threatened to hold out or not to show up and he, and he did show up. But th this is different because we have a guy who actually said, I'm going to do it, especially in the NBA, where it's, like I said, it's unprecedented. Keith, take us inside the, the good people of Philadelphia and how they're viewing Ben Simmons at the moment. We know how he was viewed after the playoffs, but what's how vehement is the dislike growing uh, between the, 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 the general punter and, and public of Philadelphia when it comes to Ben Simmons? I mean, it's growing. I mean, it's growing. And, and, and the, the, the sad part is because, you know, you got to understand, there's only one side of the story. It's like, you know, Ben... It hasn't come out with a public statement. He hasn't said anything. So it, it's kind of like all they know is, you know, he, he just he just quit on us. Like, he doesn't want to play. 
But but it's it's kind of weird in a way because you know when you think about it, after that game, it was kind of sort of like get them out of here, trade them. We we don't care what we get back in return. And then when people find out that he says, okay, get me out of here, trade me. I don't care what you get back in return. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he becomes like, oh, nah, keep them, keep them, keep them. <laughs> no, no, make them sweat. So it, it, it's like you can't have it both ways, right? But but that's just how it is. There's a lot of venom. There's a lot of people, you know, upset with them. But, um, again, it, it's hard because – you know, we're basically only really getting one side of the story on the record, you know? So, Keith, in the media too, there's been some really um, high-profile and well-known, outspoken pundits and commentators through the US uh, really pile in on top of Ben believing that he's doing the wrong thing by the 76ers, that the 76ers are are better off without him and that he's brought all of this on himself. Um, the, The... to the public view you've just mentioned, but what's the what's the insider's view? What's the what's the expert analysis uh, of this? Well, me personally, I think Ben is just fed up. Like I, I do. Like you know, I, I, I think that it comes a point in time. Now, there's a way that people go about it, and some people say you can go about it differently. But you know, when you look at it, you, you say, okay, before the start of last season. You know, there was rumors and there was leaks and all this other stuff that the Sixers were going after James Harden. And, you know, Ben Simmons just came off of a third-team All-NBA uh, 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 selection. He was a, a, a first-team All-Defensive selection. And, you know, he just signed a max contract, right? But then all of a sudden you're hearing all this stuff about James Harden. And if the Sixers go get James Harden, um, is, is going to, they're going to have to get rid of Ben. Ben heard all that, you know, to the point where, you know what I mean, he was like thinking, well, maybe I, I am going to go to uh, go to Houston. Then all of a sudden they, they say that's not true. Daryl Morey does, right? So then Ben's like, okay, he says it's not true. Then you find out that he's actively shopping you and you're about to get traded and, and you didn't. And then this whole thing comes So. I think it's like it's one of those things where you look. He looks at it like, hey, you know what? I'm an all-star, three-time all-star, you know, two-time all-first-team all-defense, all you know, uh, I'm all these accolades, and it's just like, you know, you guys are treating me in a way like I'm a backup point guard, not like one of the, the, the focal points. So I, I think that has something to do with it, like where there's mistrust, lack of trust things like that. So I, I think that's what's really going on. And it's not really the fans per se. You know, it's not, uh, you know, other things that people are saying. I, I just think that he feels like it's just run his course. And he feels like, you know, you guys been dangling me for a while. And um, it's just time for me to go elsewhere. So Joel Embiid, um, who was close to MVP last season, he's saying he still wants to play with Ben. He's hoping that Ben can come back. He, he's saying that despite what people think, he really does like playing with him. Uh, Doc Rivers is saying they can work it out. Daryl Morey saying they can work it out. There's three possible outcomes here, Keith. One is he comes back. Two is that they get a trade. And three is he sits out the year. What's Rank them in order of most likely. Um... They get a crate, he sits out the year, and they or, and then he comes back and plays. 
So most likely no, trade, second most likely is sitting out the year yeah. and, and the least likely is coming back, for, according to in your view. Yeah, I don't think he can come back. I, I mean, I just don't think he can come back right about now, not to play. I mean, I, I think that the damage is done. I mean, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, sometimes, you know, when, when people don't want to get divorced, they go through counseling, right, and it can save it. Well, this thing, this marriage seems like, uh, you know, un- unsavable to me. I mean, I, I don't see Ben Simmons coming back at all. I, I just don't. I mean, I don't. And especially, you know, the next step for them to do is to, like, they can fine him. They can, they can like, uh, withhold his pay, you know, for, like, a breach of contract. And if, if that should happen, he's definitely not coming back. Because basically when teams do that, it's basically letting you know there's, like, you know, that there's no return. Like, we can't return from this. Like, you know what I mean? The point of no return. So I, I, I don't see Ben Simmons coming back at all. We've we've got uh, very little time left, Keith, but we're grateful for yours. Uh, who's the team most likely then if it's going to be a trade? You know, it's a tough question because initially I always was thinking it was going to be the Portland Trailblazers. You know, I, I felt like, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, there's a guy, C.J. McCollum in Portland, mm. and, and then, you know, Robert Covington. I always felt like those two guys could be packaged then. So I always felt like that was that team. You know, then you know Minnesota is good and Sacramento, but um, you know I, I you know it, it's weird now because you know his his value keeps dropping lower and lower just because he's not here. So it's one of those things where it might be tough for them to get what they want right now. Keith, always a pleasure. You're so generous with your time. It's always great to catch up with you. Thanks so much. It's a unheard of situation. It's absolutely fascinating. And it seems like there's a fair few more twists and turns to come. We'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Keith Pompey at Pompey on Sixes and subscribe to his podcast, Locked on 76ers. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.